Welcome to Habibi Life, where we share practical advice to help you live an abundant life. Our goal is to help you fall in love with yourself by providing information and inspiration to help you reach your highest and your healthiest potential. This is episode 33, Advocate for Yourself. Anyone who's ever tried to advocate for themselves from business relationships to personal interactions can attest to how difficult it can be. Even if you aren't typically a people pleaser or navigating past traumas related to broken connections, standing with conviction for your values in a non-negotiable way can be pretty daunting. That said, advocating for yourself can go a long way to helping you truly fall in love with yourself. The more you come to understand who you are and what you value, the more likely you are to speak up against imbalance and injustice, both for your personal being and for all beings in your environment. It's important to recognize the difference between what you value and what you believe. Values and beliefs are not the same. Beliefs are assumptions that we hold to be true. They arise from learned experiences, resulting from the cultural and environmental situations we faced. Values are not contextual or conditional. Values are universal. Values transcend context because they are based on what is important to us. That is, they arrive from the experience of being human. It is possible for your beliefs and your values to be harmonious, but it's also possible to claim a core set of beliefs that are distinctly separate and maybe even contradictory to the universal nature of values. Values can inform your beliefs, but your beliefs may not always inform your values. The best way to understand your values is to know that they are things that you are willing to lose money, friendships, and family over. You can apply this understanding of values to the concept of advocating for yourself. If you value the currency of time, you might advocate in favor of upholding that value by making sure yours is not squandered or wasted in any given circumstance. If you value the sanctity of life, you might advocate in favor of upholding that value by speaking against the disregard of life, no matter who it belongs to. While this sounds pretty straightforward, consider this. You might be against the killing of human beings, but cavalier about the killing of a mouse or a roach. If that's the case, then you don't actually value life because values are not conditional. They either exist for you or they don't. It's also important to understand that values are deeply personal. While they can ideally be shared by a group of individuals, it's also possible to discover yourself an island in a sea of humans who lack those same values. In this regard, it is even more important to identify your values so you can prepare for the real-time consequences of standing up for them. When you decide to advocate for yourself based on your values, it's important to understand time, place, and personal stakes. 
That means it's important to differentiate between advocating for yourself and throwing a tantrum. Because values are not tethered by sudden shifts in time and circumstance, they tend to ring false when they're weaponized in a reactionary way. Let's start with time. There is technically no perfect time to advocate for yourself. And if you run with that idea, you might find yourself putting it off for fear of it never being the perfect time. This is a separate issue, often rooted in fear of consequence and your beliefs about your personal value. There is a difference between waiting in perpetuity for the perfect time and failing to read the proverbial room for a more compatible time. For example, it's probably not the best idea to advocate for yourself in the middle of a crisis that is time sensitive. If you're in the midst of a project that you only have an hour to complete, it might not be the best idea to stop down and inform your associates that you'd like to take this time to advocate for yourself and your values. Instead, wait for a lull between deadlines and carve out a time that is beneficial for everyone involved. Part of that carving out the right time is strategic. It raises the likelihood that you will be heard and your values will be honored. This is more important in professional settings than personal ones, but the rule still holds true that you have a better chance of being understood if you choose a time that allows space for such understanding. It's also important that you choose the right place to advocate for yourself. Like time, there is likely no perfect place to do it, but some places are objectively better than others. It's always a good idea to check your surroundings before making a move. Understand where you factor in any given environment and proceed accordingly. No matter what social media tells you, you are not the main character in everyone's story at any given time. So going after your spouse at the dinner table with their parents present, probably not the best idea. Having a calm conversation out of view and earshot from the rest of the family, likely a much better idea. That rule also holds in a professional setting. If you are advocating for yourself to a particular person, it might be a good idea to make sure that person is insulated from potential influences that can dilute your message. If you're advocating for yourself to a group, make sure that group is in a position to receive your message as effectively as possible. When I learned to be a yoga teacher, one of the most valuable things I was taught was to know where I was going before I got there. That means I always needed to be several moves, ideas, and concepts ahead of the present to help guide my class in a seamless way. The same can be said about advocating for yourself. This is literally how we separate the valuable action of standing up for oneself from throwing a tantrum or behaving in some other reactionary way. So. Know where you're going before you get there. Ask yourself what the issue is and have a practical idea of how to address it 
and change it to better reflect your values. Being calm while advocating for yourself is likely much more effective over the long term than lashing out and running the risk of being dismissed on the grounds of emotion alone. And keep in mind, how you advocate is just as important as the words you use to complete the action. The phrase is not what you say, but how you say it certainly holds true in this regard. If you advocate for yourself by using words or examples that demonize the listener, that person is much less likely to be empathetic toward your values. But if you keep in mind that advocating is about you and what is important to you, it can help keep you responsible with the words you use and the way in which you use them. Remember, there is a difference between advocating for yourself in a personal environment versus a professional one. Voicing your values in a personal environment requires absolutely no burden of proof. You feel how you feel. You have a lot more freedom to state your values and stand in your convictions in a personal setting. And with the exception of situations where the stakes are immensely high, there's a good chance that such an action will have little to no collateral damage. Worst case scenario, the person disagrees with you and you have the opportunity to make a choice moving forward. But advocating for yourself professionally can be a lot more complicated. Typically, such scenarios require a specific burden of proof on your part. You'll find this is true when negotiating for ideal working conditions, including pay increases, perks, and other professional ideals. It becomes more important to demonstrate your values, not only in the most personal sense, but also in relation to the professional setting you occupy. It is not uncommon in a professional environment for the recipient of your advocacy to ask what's in it for them. And it's a very good idea to have an answer compelling enough to back up your claims or run the risk of being dismissed for being unprepared or something like that. Now, let's just say you do everything you can to respect time, place, and burden of proof and things still don't go your way. Now it's time to make a choice. Anytime you advocate for yourself, you run the risk of being rejected or dismissed. Such is life. It's a good idea to be prepared for this potential and have some notion of what you're going to do next. Remember what I said about values. They are the things that you are willing to lose money, friends, and family over. So if you're not prepared for that possibility, there's a chance that you're not actually advocating based on your actual values. And honestly, that's okay. You can advocate for some upgrade or improvement to your existence without it needing to affect you on a cellular level. So if that's the case, maybe you pivot. Maybe you adjust the intensity of your advocacy and find a more common ground with the person or persons you're dealing with.
or maybe, if your advocacy is a thing that aligns with your core values, you walk away. Always be prepared to walk away. Sometimes when you're advocating for yourself, someone will call your bluff just to see what you're going to do. What you choose next will set the blueprint for how you are regarded and treated moving forward. So weigh your options, decide what is important to you, and behave accordingly. Advocating for yourself is not easy. It's rarely pleasant. It occasionally involves sacrifice, and it may not turn out the way you want. That's okay. Do it anyway. Understand your values, understand your worth, and make your choice. We hope you found this information helpful. If you'd like to learn more ways to reach your highest and your healthiest potential, please download the latest issue of Habibi Life magazine. You can find it on habibibody.com, habibibodysport.com, and habibilife.org. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope you'll join us when we return for the next episode.